following is a presentation of the Belly Up Sports Media Network. Welcome to the Morgan Man Sports Podcast. I'm your host, Stacy Cole Morgan. Here on the Morgan Man Sports Podcast, we talk Atlanta Falcons news, pregame predictions, and all other news surrounding the Atlanta Falcons. Touchdown, Atlanta! Also on the podcast, we talk Call of Duty League esports covering roster mania, major predictions, COD champs, player trades, and much more to get you ready for every single CDL weekend. Scuff goes through, and Scuff stands, it's a one-on-one in optic with the reverse sweep. If that sounds good with you, put on your Falcons jersey, grab your gaming headset, and let's get the show started. Guys, I'm your host, Stacey Cole Morgan, and you're listening to the Morgan Man Sports Podcast here on Spotify, Google Podcasts, Good Pod HQ, or wherever you find your preferred podcast. Ladies and gentlemen, today we are talking about the Call of Duty League 2023-24 roster mania, and it's been a super crazy one here lately. So I'm going to go over all that with you guys. And also, ladies and gentlemen, we are talking about Atlanta Falcons training camp day one that was open to the public so without any further delay let's go get straight into today's action all right guys so hopping right into it we are talking about the call of duty league roster mania for the 23-24 cdl season so sources are confirming right now that minnesota is targeting a roster of accuracy awakening vivid and lens for the 23-24 cdl season Contracts have yet to been signed, but this is the four that they want, and it's looking very positive. It was from Jacob Hill on Twitter. And then these are your confirmed and rumored rosters I'll be going over, and this is from at Intel CDL. Confirmed teams. The Atlanta phase is Abizi, Simp, Cilium, and Draza. Definitely, you know, big one right there. The Toronto Ultra, Scraps. Kleenex, Insight, and Envoy. Partially confirmed teams. The Boston Breach. Snoopy, Slasher, Priesta, and then plus one more. Subliners, Hydra, Kismet, Skies, and Sib. That is a partially confirmed. Optic is Dashy, Shotzi, Pred, Kenny. And then, of course, rumored teams. Rocker, which I just went over, Awakening, Accuracy, Vivid Lens. And the Los Angeles Thieves. Ghosty, Cami, Afro, and Joe Deceives, if I'm pronouncing that right. I hope I am. Looking over all these rosters, ladies and gentlemen, just the names, the names alone. You know, Rocker don't look too promising this year. I could be wrong, maybe like a mid-card team. Thieves definitely is going to be taking a downgrade right here. Boston definitely has the potential to be a top five. Subliners definitely, again, it's going to be a top-tier team. Optic, they're 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 questionable. They lost their head coach to the Seattle Surge, which was Rambo. So he's coaching for them now, and Optic is now without a head coach until you know they confirm it, and it might be today or tomorrow of this recording. But now for your confirmed teams, the Toronto Ultra is definitely looking very scary. They really are. I mean, you got Envoy, who was 2022 World Champ, Kleenex, Insight, Scrap. I mean. These guys are phenomenal. And then 
So you're adding Envoy to that roster. This could be a top two, top three team right here. And for the Atlanta Fake Squad, this is this is a team that can win multiple world championships with Abizi, Simp, Selim, and Draza. Now, of course, those three plus Arsides did win the 2021 World Championship, but then failed to do so, you know, the next year and then this past year to finish in top three. But still, FaZe is a dynasty that is currently going on right now. And then you have Draza, who is one of the highly anticipated best players of all time coming to the Atlanta FaZe roster. This is insane. And I brought up questions you know, multiple times on previous podcast episodes, is the Simp and Draza feud really done with? How are they going to coexist in the same room? Well, apparently this is this squash has been, or this squash has been beefed. Sorry, this beef has been squashed, and Simp is all up for Draza being an Atlanta Face member. You know, because I checked his Twitter immediately right whenever Draza was announced. And, you know, Simp put in there, you know, hey, let's LFG, you know, let's fucking go for someone who lives under a cave. But, yeah, he just put LFG, let's get it, let's get this chip. And Draza retweeted and, you know, said, yeah, fuck yeah, man, let's do it. So I love to see that because those two talents right there alone, I think, will be a deadly combo for the entire Call of Duty League teams to watch out for. Especially, yeah, Draza is going to be a main target. And if BZ plays like he did this past year in MW2 onto MW3, BZ is going to be a beast. Th- this whole team is going to be just god tier. Selium is always going to be that top tier gunny. Sim's always going to be a top tier SMG player. A BZ, SMG right there. I mean, Draza, Flex. Maybe put Salem at flex. I don't know. Just this entire squad is looking very promising. Now going over to back to the Boston Breach with a uh, Priesta. This uh, was reported by at Intel Intel CDL on Twitter. Priesta says he wasn't dropped due to contract issues, and they would have immediately figured out, or eventually, excuse me, figured out that out. The team just ultimately decided to go in another direction. So it was kind of just a mutual thing right here. Hey, look, you know, thanks for the world title. I'm going to go try it somewhere else. And New York Southern, I like, all right, appreciate you. Uh, thank you for your service. And uh, we'll, we'll catch you next year on another team. And that other team is the Boston Breach. So, yeah, guys, I mean, this is pretty much Roster Mania, you know, just summed up in one little bit of audio right here under seven minutes or a little bit more right here. Uh, I know I've been missing out so much because I've been taking a month off from podcasting. So I'm back full time now and, you know, hell, let's, let's get it, man. So when we come back after this commercial break that I have just recently done up, we will be talking Atlanta Falcons news from training camp day one that was open to the public. And guys, you might hear a little bit of like audio clips from the wireless microphone I got for my phone specifically to record at the event. So some of these audio clips will be sounding a little bit different, but I will be trying my best to make it sound as good as possible whenever I get back into my editing software. 
So again, I will catch you guys after this quick commercial break, talking Atlanta Falcons day one training camp. Do you want to take your podcasting or gaming to the next level? If so, I got the perfect solution for you. Ladies and gentlemen, today I present to you my two podcast notebook planners and gaming journal. The gaming journal, guys, is perfect for any ideal gamer that is looking to log in all of their achievements, all of their video games stored in one single notebook. And for my podcasting folks, guys, if you want to just start off without all the tips and tricks, anything like that, I got the simple podcast notebook planner. It's got the simple designs, the lines across so you can write your show notes, titles, anything else that you need to write. And to go just a little bit more into detail, ladies and gentlemen, I got the podcast notebook planner with 10 pages of tips and tricks. These tips and tricks right here, ladies and gentlemen, will help you grow your podcast to more heights in the downloads, the listens, the average consumer time. And if you want that right now, ladies and gentlemen, please head to my Amazon KDP store and order these books today. I also got a monthly budget planner and a live motivational planner for you guys to check out as well but these are the main three i'm strongly promoting right now because this is the niche of my podcast is podcasting and gaming so again guys head over to my amazon kdp store today and grab your podcast notebook planners and your gaming journal now let's get back to the show all right guys we are back from the commercial break right here and we are talking Atlanta Falcons day one of training camp that was open to the public on Thursday, July 27th, 2023 at 9.30 this morning. So guys, if you followed my Twitter, definitely I kept you posted as much as I could and try to, you know, sneak in a little video and photos here and there because this time around, video and audio recordings was, you know, not available like they had signs posted up saying you know you will be prohibited from recording video or recording audio just for i guess the safety of the players and the the coaches of protector like their playbook near about it and so i understand that but the media definitely was still able to post some things and i and i said to myself next year i'm on the other side of that rope and that's what i'm working towards this year ladies and gentlemen is to grow this podcast as much as I can and be on the other side of that rope come this time next year at Falcons training camp. So let's go ahead and get into some of the information today, ladies and gentlemen. So the things that I observed from this training camp for day one that was open to the public, the defense is coming to play for sure. You know, the defense definitely had a few stops on the offense and was able to deflect balls, get interceptions on Desmond Ritter, Taylor Heineke, you know, you name it right in there. Bijan Robertson, he's definitely a dual threat weapon for the Atlanta Falcons. He's running back, wide receiver. I mean, whatever position Arthur Smith is going to put him in, he's going to be electrifying pretty much. And then Jeff Okuda is coming for blood this season. He's definitely... A great player you know he got a lot of uh, great plays on the offense from his defensive side of pr- perspective and guys this is this is legit those are really 
great things you want to see right there. Drake London definitely was working on some drills this this morning. Uh, Grady Jarrett, and this is from coming from the press conference earlier today. It's a new experience being one of the oldest, most experienced players on the team, but it's also nice to have those type of guys in every room with veterans we've added this year. Uh, Desmond Redder, day two update. Sharp on the short and intermediate passes. Jonah Smith and Nicole Pruitt have been favorite targets thus far, and a lot of stuff over the middle has been working. But the deep throws is just not connecting at this early of a stage for Desmond Ritter, and that's got to be something that needs to be fixed right now instead of like week five of the regular season. And also another little like camp update. There was no 7-on-7 or 11-on-11 recording allowed this year as well. And this is a way that I believe the NFL is going to be headed more towards. And then Arthur Smith on the offense thus far. We've had a couple of bad snaps on the two false starts. Those are all lessons, hard lessons, that could cost us in-game. That's why we practice. A lot of times it's the young guys. That stuff you just got to fix. And then Arthur Smith was also asked about last year's games that costed them the team points. Uh, reinforcers that he expects Atlanta to be the least penalized team in the NFL and the most effective in the red zone. So definitely he's looking forward to this year as well being the least penalized and trying to score as many touchdowns as they possibly can. Uh, Calais Campbell is about 10 days out. So like, so it sounds like we won't have Calais for the first part of training camp going forward. Bradley Pinion also had a personal thing come up and he was not at practice today. And then Arthur Smith is talking about Desmond Ritter again right here. Uh, Ritter keeping the ball on one play when Michael Pruitt was open deep downfield. Ritter was pressure, pressured, excuse me, and that forced him out of the pocket. He wants Desmond Ritter to be more aggressive and take that shot in the offensive line to block it up better. And Arthur Smith definitely on the defense. The defensive line absolutely feels different this year's size-wise, depth. I love that energy both on the offensive line and defensive line. So the lines are absolutely great. It's sounding like, you know, this is what Arthur Smith expected for the season to go forward. But now it's starting to work on your receiving core and your quarterback to start making those those plays happen. Again, like with Nicole Pruitt and Desmond Ritter, you know, look, McCole Pruitt was open downfield. I actually remember this play. And then Desmond Ritter had the run because he was under pressure. You just got to take those shots. Yes, it might result in an interception, but hey, if the defense is stepping their game up this year, then definitely go for it. Because if the defense can get you back on the field under maybe, let's just say, you know, three to four minutes, that's perfect because then you got another opportunity and you learned from that mistake. So overall, guys, I give day one a B plus right here. It's it, there's a there's a lot of learning curves, obviously, that is going to happen for this year or for this period of training camp. But really, I think what's going to happen is the more Desmond Ritter is starting to learn the actual plays the the routines of everything and actually get 
a game in against the Miami Dolphins when they play, I believe, in three more Fridays, two more Fridays, something like that, then Desmond Ritter is going to start just clicking left and right. And I believe that's what's going to help him to get that in-game experience back in him instead of just practicing against his own teammates. Uh, going back to Bijan, definitely, guys, he's a dual threat player for the running back position and wide receiver. He's almost like the Debo Samuel of the Atlanta Falcons right here. So definitely, this is very great for the Atlanta Falcons moving forward. Uh, great legs, great movement and everything. But there definitely needs to be a wide receiver too because we do have Drake London being wide receiver number one, but we definitely need a wide receiver number two. And we could definitely pick that up right now if we can, or we could trust the young guys to start stepping their game up. It's just it's just how it's going to be. You know, I definitely I look at Scotty Miller coming at that number two position, maybe number three position overall. But still, wide receiver core, you know, Drake London's got it locked down for the first spot right there, but just need someone else on the other side of the formation. So, guys, what do you give the Atlanta Falcons for, as far as, like, grade-wise, what do you give them for day one of training camp that was open to the public, everybody get to see, what the Atlanta Falcons look like right now. And of course, as the camp progresses even more, they will get better. But guess that is all the time I have for today's episode. I'm sure if you did enjoy it, if you did, make sure to like button wherever you are listening from iHeartRadio, Spotify, Google Podcasts, Belly Up Sports, Media Network. I'm your host, Stacey Cole Morgan, and I am checking out for the day. Peace. Thank you for listening to this Belly Up Sports Podcast Network product. Some said we go belly up, so we made it our name, and we're still here.